0: Welcome to Monticello Podcasts, where we look at various aspects of Monticello, Thomas Jefferson, and the work of the Thomas Jefferson Foundation, which has owned and operated Monticello since 1923. I'm Chad Woolerton, Monticello's webmaster. Thomas Jefferson loved trees, and he used them at Monticello for many purposes as ornaments in his landscape, as a source of food and fuel, even as natural fencing. Trees are still a central part of the experience at Monticello, and many of the species Jefferson grew are represented on the grounds. But only a few of the trees believed to have been planted here during Jefferson's lifetime survived into the last half century. Of those, only two remain, and one of them is in trouble. Here we present a report by Nancy King, features producer of the Virginia Foundation for the Humanities radio program, With Good Reason about efforts to diagnose and save a majestic, impossibly historic tulip poplar that stands next to Jefferson's house. The piece was originally produced as a news feature that ran on public radio stations in Virginia and Washington, D.C. in January 2008. Among those interviewed was longtime Monticello tree consultant and former Virginia House delegate Mitch Van Yaris, who died on February 9, 2008, after the piece was initially aired.
1: Now that we're all here, good morning. morning. Let me welcome you all to Monticello. Before Monticello guide, Catherine Neely even begins her spiel. A visitor wants to know if any of the trees on the property date back to Thomas Jefferson's time. There are actually two trees left from when he was here. They're both on the west lawn. See the largest tulip poplar here? That's an original tree. There are those who would dispute the exact age of this tulip poplar, more on that momentarily. But standing beside the tree on a rainy winter day, the director of gardens and grounds at monticello peter hatch describes it as a grand old specimen
2: it's about a hundred feet tall it has a trunk circumference of twenty two feet it has a diameter of seven feet you kind of look at it as uh... like an arm coming up out of the ground and then uh... about forty feet up the tree it branches into these five major limbs are like fingers it's almost as if it's uh... Uh, tree reaching to the heavens.
1: Because tulip poplars tend to hollow out early in their lives, arborists can't bore into the trunk and count the rings to determine the exact age of this tree. But Hatch says there's good evidence indicating Thomas Jefferson planted it.
2: In Jefferson's garden book on April 16, 1807, he talked about planting a laurodendron uh, next to the southwest shrub circle. And laurodendron probably was lyriodendron, which is the genus name for tulip poplar. In in fact, I don't absolutely know, but I've always considered it an original tree.
1: Monticello's original tree is very old, and now it's under attack. Hatch believes the tree has a root disease called phytophthora, the same mold that caused the Irish potato famine.
2: In the summer of 2006, um, one small branch, the lower part of the tree, just suddenly uh, wilted and died. And uh, that was the first sign that something was going on with this tree. And we've been spending really the last year and a half diagnosing the tree and trying to figure out what's going on with it.
1: There's a certain irony to this story. Eighty years ago, arborist George Van Yeris was lured away from his New York practice to help restore the trees at Monticello. Today, George Van Yeris son, Mitch, is part of the SWAT team Peter Hatch has assembled to try to save the tree.
2: It's always been part of the family of the Vanieri Tree Service. Uh, we worked on it for all these years. Uh, it's our baby, so to speak. So if anything happens to it, uh, it's like losing uh, part of the family.
1: Back at Monticello, Peter Hatch readily concedes that this has been traumatic for him, watching the tree decline. But he finds some comfort in the words of Thomas Jefferson.
2: What makes you know the landscape at a place different from a house or a building, is that there's change. And uh, one thing that characterizes the landscape in the 30 years I've been here at Monticello is that things are always living and dying. And uh, Jefferson had a lovely uh, uh, remark about gardening, and he said that in gardening the the failure of one thing is repaired by the success of another. There is this sort of fatalism about the landscape, that things are always uh, coming up and coming down.
1: The SWAT team hopes to know something more definitive about the tree's health come spring, but if this historic tulip poplar succumbs to age or disease, there's a clone growing right now in Oregon to replace it. For VFH Radio at the Virginia Foundation for the Humanities, I'm Nancy King.